Lightning Lee Murray wanted to be world champion in the UFC. He just happens to be involved in the largest cash robbery in the world. He's definitely not sane. <laughs> Showtime Sports presents the unbelievable true story about the MMA fighter who pulled off one of the largest heists in history. Huge amounts of money, armed gang, disguises, kidnapping. This is the sort of thing you see in Hollywood films. We've never seen that for real. Catching Lightning, streaming now, only on Showtime. Streaming with Paramount+. Plus. As if the McCrispy couldn't get any better, Bacon and Ranch just entered the chat. The Bacon Ranch McCrispy, available at participating McDonald's for a limited time. Ba da ba ba ba. We ready to drop this thing? Uh, Houston, uh, we are uh, ready. Okay, everybody, let's take it from the top. Atomic batteries to power. Four. Prepare for warp speed. Turbines to speed. Three. Standby transwarp drive. Two. Roger, ready to move on my mark. One. Let's go. This is the Low Down Sports Show with Drew. Yes, sir. And BJ. Let's get at it. And it starts now. All right, back here again for another episode of the Low Down Sports Show. This show is brought to you by the Basketball Podcast Network, presented by. DraftKings. I'm your host, Drew. I'm BJ. And we're here to get the lowdown on all things basketball. Back at it again, Mr. BJ. Yes, we are. Some lowdown, episode 14. We're in here as we record on a Thursday night. Just ahead of Friday's drop here. Talking some NBA race for the MVP. A lot of candidates at this mm. point so far yeah it's still early it is still, still early it is indeed still early but it is tight up at the top we'll talk about it wnba schedule just dropped as well we got to talk about that and what that early uh opening weekend is going to be looking like as well some course it's gonna be exciting yeah some of course with it acquitted bj's best and what's on drew's mind so as soon as bj lets everybody know he's ready to go we're gonna get it going I am ready, Drew. I hope you had a, a great week with your family for Thanksgiving. I know it was a good week for us, and I'm glad that we're – I'm thankful, in fact, that we're back here to do another episode together, my friend. Yes, indeed. Hope you did as well. Uh, tiring one for me today, so I'm trying to power <laughs> through a uh, little beat-up body just trying to work it. Hey, it's, it's all right. If you need the high energy from me, I'll, I'll provide it. We'll get through it. We'll do bring it. it. Bring <laughs> it on. Ibuprofen is going to get me through this. Yes, sir. All right. So NBA race for the MVP. Uh, a lot of candidates. Uh, BJ, I couldn't tell you this a lot. Uh, when the last time was that we had so many candidates, you know, like with reasonable cases early on, you know, it's mm-hmm. just – so many here up at the top, you know, in, in yeah. no order, just railing off some names. Luka Doncic, uh, two-time reigning MVP Nikola Jokic, Steph Curry, uh, Giannis, Devin Booker, Jason Tatum, uh, you know, and that's, you know, that's over five already. And I mean, yeah. and we're talking about mentioning, mentioning like dark horse guys that we can yeah. mention. Donovan Mitchell. John Moran, Dan Fox, guys like that. I mean, you you might even could say Anthony Davis if the Lakers get together because he's playing phenomenal these last seven games, just absurd numbers. And And we um, didn't even mention Joel Embiid, who might have had his best year last year. 
Exactly. So just a lot of players in the mix, a lot of super high level basketball going on right now. Mm. And um, it's hard to kind of put them in an order because at any given week, BJ, it could shuffle, yeah. you know, and, you know, some players who, if we'd have gotten to do an episode last week are not as high up on the MVP ladder as they are this week, just because their team hasn't been as successful as some other teams along with how mm-hmm. good that they've been playing. So it's that type this year to where if, even if you're playing super good basketball, I mean, you'd have to be playing otherworldly probably to, you know, maintain your position. But if your team is losing and somebody else is, you know, let's say like a Devin Booker and the Phoenix Suns are winning, then they're going to, push themselves up the ladder. Whereas, you know, for example, a Giannis would slide down when the Bucks have a skid like they, like they or, had recently. Or like if, if the Mavericks continue to stay right around 500, like they have been this year, it's it really haven't gotten on that, you know, impressive hot streak uh, quite yet. You know, Luca has kind of been ever since the preseason, really one of the odds on favorites to win it. And he's still doing, you know, Luca things and should be considered up there among the candidates, if, if not at the top, very near the top. But does the if the Mavericks continue to muddle and and are not, you know, like top quarter of of, uh, of the Western Conference, does he, his MVP candidacy take a little bit of a drop? I wonder. Maybe because I mean the Mavs were teetering there for a little bit, losing some games, and then mm-hmm. happened to beat the Golden State Warriors. But yeah. I mean Golden State's not having the greatest year, even though they're mm-hmm. defending champs. But yeah, um, they're teetering a bit, a bit as well. But the Mavs needed that, but they were having some trouble before that, losing some games that they should have closed out. But yeah, um, yeah I mean it should hurt Luca's candidacy for MVP, especially in a year like this when you got so many people, you know, vying for it again. You know. Uh, you know, when you look at the MVP ladder from the NBA, I don't know how uh, theirs isn't as up to date from what I'm seeing. Uh, yeah, I've got last week's ladder. Yeah, they don't have a newer one up yet. So looking at it last week, if we were talking about this last week, Luca's leading it at number one. Jason Tatum right behind him. Uh, Jokic right there and Giannis and then Curry. So there's your top five, you know, just based on what the NBA is kind of tracking here and you know, Luca with the Mavs not doing too great, you'd think, you know, in our personal opinions, probably bump the Mavs uh, or bump Luca down a little bit, even though he's putting up 34 and just had a you yeah, know, 34 point year. Yeah, 30 point triple double again. So um, it's just because, you know, team is going to be so important this time around. Unless, unless Luca's averages like stay at 35 for the season and it's like actually 35, 8 and 8 to finish the year and Mavs are just. You know, maybe a hair below a couple of other candidates, maybe like a C below Jokic. Uh, I, I could see Luka eclipsing Jokic for a third MVP if, you know, he gets enough votes or something like that to put him over just because, you know, he's scoring at such an insane clip. And even though Jokic yeah. would be averaging, you know, similar numbers, it you know, uh, 35 points a game will probably give you a little bit of a boost there. But. Oh, for sure. Thir- I mean, 35 versus 23, you're taking the yeah. guy that's that's putting up 35. Even if you've got a guy like Jokic that is, you know, about an assist and half a rebound, at least according to last week's numbers, uh, away from averaging a triple-double so far this season. Yeah, going into uh, this past MVP ladder that we're talking about right here, uh, Milwaukee had lost four of its last six uh, going into it. And that's why Giannis, who was considered probably a top two candidate 
uh, early because of his play on both ends of the floor and keeping Milwaukee afloat without uh, Middleton. You know, he's bumped him down to like a four four spot so far, and depending on you know uh, where uh, the rankings come out, probably tomorrow I would say. It looks um, like it would be tomorrow, yeah. Yeah, so he would. Who knows where he's going to be at at this point because the Bucks uh, have uh, figured things out a little bit. And you had talked about uh, other players. Another person that's um, you know been in consideration just because his team's kind of coming out of nowhere, uh, De'Aaron Fox. You mm-hmm. know, maybe you put him up there, or would you put a Sabonis instead of him? That's an interesting question. Um, and there's other names floating around as well. Uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander has been in the mix as well. He's been playing yeah. phenomenal uh, this year, and OKC's given teams a lot of trouble. Absolutely. Uh, Kevin Durant, you can't mm-hmm. always you can't can't forget about KD. Um, and you mentioned Embiid. I mean, there's even on this list I'm looking at. I don't know if you saw the bottom BJ, but Jalen Brown. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, defensive I don't know player about, of the year last year. You, no, that was Marcus Smart. That's right. You're sorry. Um, Trey Young on here. I don't know why. I don't know if he should necessarily be on here. He's not shooting the best, kind of like he started off last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, it's just, you know, some names that you could see around there. If he gets it together, then, I mean, maybe he's yeah. in a top 10, you know, and, and rising up higher. But still, you know, a lot of names of players uh, playing playing really well so far. Um, yeah, it, it's going to be very interesting. I mean, you know, we could go back and look at what we were talking about at this point last year at the beginning of December. You know, there really wasn't anybody uh, that had kind of put this away. It, it really took until I mean, even when we got to the halfway point in, in the season, Drew, we were still talking about a guy like Kevin Durant, who seemed to be the front runner. And then the back half of the season was where, you know, Embiid and Jokic's candidacies really took off. And and started to climb, and then all of a sudden, you know, it was that debate at the end of the year between Jokic winning again or if Embiid was going to be able to get it done. Um, so, you know, it's still very early. It is still – there are still going to be a lot of uh, games that's that's going to sort itself out. But, I mean, you kind of, at this point, even with, a, you know, kind of a, a 500 record, it's tough not to, you know, have Luka right there at the top, if not very – darn near near it you know when you're you're talking about a guy that's averaging 30 plus points a game almost you know eight plus rebounds and assists you know that's numbers that we haven't seen you know from anybody really in quite a long time you'd have to go back uh, if i'm not mistaken drew i may say it here in the article um you know this is a uh, numbers that haven't been seen since days of like oscar robertson drew um he luke is one of the he's the second fastest to reach 7,500 plus to, uh, points, 2,000 plus boards and assists, and uh, doing it uh, second quickest behind Oscar Robertson, 254 games compared to Doncic's is 280. Um, Mavs just have to be playing better on the road, and that starts, you know, hopefully with a win in Detroit tonight. Last I saw, they were kind of having a little bit of struggles, but that's still, um, well, maybe it's got couple minutes left in that game uh, live. I'm not, not sure, but that Mavs have struggled on the road away from home and that's going to be, what's going to hurt them come playoff time, especially if they can't get a top four seed. Yeah. Mavs, they're going to be struggling getting a top four seed. Welcome in cam 
Appreciate you joining in the stream tonight. Um, where do you see the top five MVP race right now? Who is in your top five at this moment? It's it's Doncic for me at one. Uh, Jokic is two for me. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go a little bit different here than what you see on the ladder. I'm going to go and, and put uh, Jason Tatum at three behind Jokic. And then for me, number four, I think you've got to still keep a guy like Giannis in there, you know, just because they've had a little bit of a, you know, kind of a down stretch does not mean that he's not playing at that kind of level. If they get it figured out, it's just kind of the same thing. What we talked about with the Mavericks. And I don't know if I'd put Steph Curry at number five. Um, You know, I I think that uh, Joel Embiid has battled some injuries, but uh, he's really kind of been what's helped Philadelphia you know, survive this long, you know, James Harden's coming back here, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. Uh, and he's just trying to do the best he can. Uh, man, I'm trying to think who I'd put at number five. I, I think my number five at the moment would be just a slight edge to Donovan Mitchell. In fact, over Steph Curry, but really? not, okay. not, not, not that much separation between the two. Steph Curry's on the right track. If the Warriors can get it kind of figured out, you know, before the end of this calendar year, and we get into you know this the rest of the season starting in 2023, then there's still you know still a lot of, of ground for for Curry that he could you know get even higher up than where they've got him at five and you know right at six for me. Okay, I got mine a little bit differently. I've got Jokic at one, Tatum at two, Luca at three, mm-hmm. Giannis at four. And Booker at five. Booker is right behind Curry in mine at seven. Booker been keeping Phoenix going crazy out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to discount DeAndre Jordan's like 30 and 20 game, or he almost had a 30, 30 game, I'm pretty sure. Wow. Something mm-hmm. like, it was something pretty outrageous. Insane. Pretty sure he had like 29 rebounds. Man, what was that game? I'm going to be specific. Yeah, I, I'm trying to remember what you're talking about because that was. This was a recent this past I was week. Say, I was gonna say it, it hadn't hadn't been too long. I didn't think. Per game, oh, I'm trying to basketball reference. Come on, load for me. But yeah, he did it recently in one of their games. If it'll if it'll load for me, it won't. Um. My goodness. Oh man. It's game by game. Game logs. 2022. Okay, so where's that at? Okay, so I'm wrong. 29 points and 21 rebounds. All right, so he was close to 30-20. Right. Still, that's insane. That's insane, yeah. They only won by one point against Utah when he did that. Pretty crazy, but Aiton's been playing pretty outrageous the past about six games. Helping him out. But Devin Booker with a 50-piece recently, it was on like 80% yeah. shooting. He was 20 for 25. So, I mean, Booker's having an insane year. Yeah, um, it, he's so. he's definitely going to – I think he's definitely not out of it at this point. But like I said, he's a week – He's got to play his way up. A week from now, I mean, this could shuffle. We could yeah. have Booker out, Curry in, Mitchell at three, Luka at four, no more Giannis. Like, yeah, it, you it's, never know. We, the next time we do this, we should probably give it a you know at least a month or so. We should check in like once a month and kind of reevaluate because it fluctuates so much week to week. You kind of want to look at things going you know over a course of a month as opposed to 
you know, the course of, of just a, a handful of games, maybe two to three a week. Heck, maybe keep an MVP tracker like uh, Jokic for you. Like, okay, this week, this past week, he was at one for me. But like, okay, he's staying at one. Tatum mm-hmm. at two for me last week, staying at two. Luca yeah. at three, down. All right, Booker, mm. Giannis. Yeah, I don't level know. out. But it'd be interesting. It would definitely be interesting. That'd be a, do. Yeah, it'd be tough to keep track of, though. But definitely yeah. a good, fun season so far for the NBA and the shuffling of who's going to be the MVP, who's going to be in the top five. I mean, they've got a, there's a sneaky name on there just because he's having a crazy good year. He's leading the NBA in assists right now, BJ. Tyrese Halliburton yeah. and the Pacers. I mean, he's he's in the he's in that back-end dark horse mix as well. So you yeah. never know what's going to happen this year in the MVP race. And while a lot of people are healthy right now, yeah. the injury you, bug no, comes you can't, to bite somebody. You know, you, know, you can't count on, on uh, there not to be somebody that gets taken out. It happened to Durant last year. I won't. You know, obviously, we don't want to hope for any or anything like that, but we know that it, it's just bound to happen over the course of a season wear and tear. Somebody is gonna, you know, through no fault of their own, is, is gonna find themselves out of it just because, you know, it, it happens. It's it's just part of the game, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And now it's time for BJ's best. Thank you, Drew. All right. Well, you know, it's just now today the start of the calendar month of december so we're into the last month of 2022 so if if you're still processing uh whatever happened to you in 2019 that's about to be four years ago by the way drew i don't know if you knew that (laughs) yeah i know that uh, that doesn't feel right i know but it is indeed the case um so you know with it being the start of december it's it's you know, there's a, there's a lot of different directions that I could go with this, and maybe this one will be uh, BJ's best for next week. But it's officially time to start watching those holiday movies, if you hadn't already. When, you know, the Thanksgiving uh, season ended last week and, you know, you throw on to, you know, the TV, the Frosties or Rudolphs or anything like that. Or you could go with one of my favorites, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Uh, I always enjoy watching that movie year in, year out. One of the, my absolute favorite, Drew. And um, I am going somewhere with this. So I'm, I'm just going to set the stage. So keep in mind, one of my favorite movies at Christmas time, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Just a couple weeks ago, Drew, you had the privilege of, of uh, well, I don't know if it was a privilege, but I, I do want to thank you. Uh, you helped me out calling a, uh, a football playoff game over in the city of Grand Prairie. Did you not? Uh, you were muted, by the way, I think. This is true. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, well, so keep in mind Grand Prairie. There is just something that connects what I've started to you know, the breadcrumbs I've laid along the trail here so far. I saw this in the news and I was like, oh, this is too perfect not to bring up. On Monday, in Grand Prairie, at Grand Prairie High School, students and faculty members were confronted with an unusual situation. Mm. It's not quite National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation where the squirrel jumps out of the tree. But... 
they had to deal with a raccoon running in the school's cafeteria. What? <laughs> Uh, it was ah. appar- apparently on Monday the the uh, video there was video captured of the raccoon running loose around the cafeteria. Uh, it was confirmed by a spokesman for Grand Prairie ISD that uh, it was spotted just after noon on Monday. District staff members were summoned to the school to help wrangle the animal. They came in and worked with campus staff to corral the little guy, and then they took him off campus and released him back into the wild. But I just I thought that was funny because, you know, having, you know, what did you ever have anything that crazy happen to you when you were in high school? Because I certainly know I didn't. No, but I did have something cool happen this year, BJ, and I, oh, yeah? I have yet to get the audio from it. But during one of our home games, I can't remember which one. I know you've seen many videos or many sports games on TV, especially college football, mm-hmm. where an animal has gotten onto the field. Yes. Yeah. And been chased around and chased off of it. Oh my goodness. We had a black cat super dash <laughs> across the field and juke across. Oh no. Did you do your some... best did you do your best play by play for that? Yes. Oh for my sure. goodness. I cannot 100%. wait. I, this this is what I want for you from Chris as a Christmas present. I that want is, a copy of that audio. <laughs> that is all time. And I'm hoping me. I can sync the uh the the uh, video with it if they got it on video as well so i was definitely prepared for that i was definitely... oh man you you get your best and the cat runs into the end zone that is a touchdown oh and he breaks left and he jukes him going left outside yeah i, I had, a, I had a, at the 10 he scores i had a good breakdown he didn't he didn't last too long but as soon as i saw him on the other side i called him from that side to this side and whatever he did on the sidelines i i was talking about it, it was oh great, my though. gosh that is all funny. time moment cam says that uh one of the band kids <laughs> released a pig at his school senior year hey <laughs> man that would have been awesome if we'd have done that when i was oh there. man no, nothing like that happened at, at my high school uh the the funniest thing that happened is not appropriate for this show unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a that's a different uh different episode of the lowdown that i that's could talk about that one fair but, enough uh, so oh uh, man so the uh not the squirrel jumping out of the tree in, in christmas vacation but the raccoon running around at the cafeteria at lunchtime i i would say where's cousin eddie he usually eats these things but that's probably probably enough of that anyway so just just for humor and everything like that. Nobody was harmed. The animal was not, you know, nothing bad happened to the animal. They were able to capture it and release it back safely into the wild. So uh, it just got to have a little jaunt around the cafeteria. And that is BJ's Best, Drew. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, BJ's Best. And I'll tell you what. We've been talking about the NBA already, and we got to let you know about what DraftKings has got coming up for the NBA. Hi, I'm Ryan Reynolds, owner of Mint Mobile. And I know it's hard to believe Mint can be any good for just $15 a month. So let's ask Wasim Iknabi, one of Mint's first customers, if he has any issues with Mint. No, the service has been great. And under my ownership, it's going to get even better. How? No clue. Still $15 a month though, right? Yep. To learn more and see our logo, go to mintmobile.com slash Spotify. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. NBA season is heating up. Still so many unknown things yeah. going on, like the MVP race, which Absolutely. we just Perfect. talked about 
earlier. And wherever you're at in the MVP race, I'm sure you're going to be struggling with it all season long, just like we are. Uh, when I'm looking to get on the action, I get on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers like you can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they win. Yeah, that's absolutely right, Drew. You said it. You're getting you look to bet on the action. You bet with DraftKings. I bet with DraftKings. And check this out, Drew. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. So here's what you do you go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, you place a same game parlay, combine multiple bets like what team you're going to have winning the total number of rebounds, much, much more. In fact, you could go win multiple different games. If you are uh, if you are someone like me that looks at the matchups, let's talk about the ones on Friday night. Um, I've liked the Lakers uh, to cover. I don't know if they've announced the point spread. I think Milwaukee gets the money line victory, but I am going to take the Lakers to cover when that, once that spread is announced. And uh, the, the Warriors, seven-point favorites at home against the Bulls in the two nationally televised games tomorrow night. And I'm, of course, going to take the Warriors. So if you want to get a parlay going with Milwaukee and Golden State, the more legs you add, the bigger the boost you can get with that stepped-up same-game parlay, and the bigger your shot to win big. It's a good call, BJ. Download the app now. Sign up with code TBPN. Place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, Drew, before we get back into the show, I want to talk about the fantastic stuff that you can find over at Fanatics as well as our shop over on Public. Drew, I had a big order just in time for Black Friday and, and got some savings uh, here, I mean, I show you. I got part of my order Boom. came in today. Stickers right there, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. T Public got sales up to forty percent off through the holidays. They're going on constantly, and even when they don't have the sales on the merch individually, they've got shipping hookups for you as well. The same with Fanatics, right, BJ? That's right, Drew. And right now at Fanatics, I know they've always got codes going on. You can go to Fanatics and get up to sixty-five percent off site-wide by using code ADVENT. They're going to have something big in store, I'm sure, this weekend as well. But for right now, 65% off uh, savings, perhaps up to 65% off for sure at Fanatics with the code ADVENT, A-D-V-E-N-T. So as in like the Advent calendar, now that we're into the month of December. And before we get into what's on Drew's mind, BJ, we got a live update. Mavs versus Pistons right now. Mm-hmm. Mavs oh. up by one with two minutes left. In overtime, no less. It's uh, It's been a fun back and forth game. Mavs were down by like seven just a moment ago, it felt like. And I thought, well, that's going to be it. They're going to lose. And all of a sudden, they come back and they get in overtime. So those we'll keep an eye. Those feisty Pistons. Yeah, those feisty Pistons just hit a three and they've taken the two point lead right back. So Yuck. expect it to go back and forth there. And now, besides the Mavs game, Drew, what is on your mind here tonight? BJ, Spotify wrapped. Oh, yeah. Spotify wrapped. And most specifically, the lowdowns. Spotify wrapped. Okay, I like this. 
Spotify rap comes out at the end of every year, BJ. Just like clockwork. Just like clockwork, and it's the beginning of December, and they have dropped it off. Said in 2022, we did our thing, and the people loved it. And we've got our stats from from Spotify or Spotify wrapped here. Mine, it had a little intermission trying to screen record it, so we're going to power through this here. We created 3,110 minutes of new content. That's more than 92% of other creators in the sports category. Look at that. How about mm. that? You That's can't a, hear us, but we're clapping numbers. right now. Maybe you can hear us. Maybe you can hear us. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and BJ, one episode really grabbed listeners' attention. Can you guess what it was? NBA 2K covers and WNBA awards around the association part 16 or getting right with Reggie? I would say, oh, hmm. I would I would say getting right with Reggie would probably be my guess. Oh, it was actually NBA 2K covers and WNBA midseason awards. I like that one. That was 298 percent more streams than your average episode. That's ridiculous. And they were trying to get in on those W awards, and they they like that NBA 2K stuff. Yeah, the the 2K covers were fun too. I remember oh, that one. Yeah, man, that was a great one for sure. And man. let's see what's next here. Uh, our podcast loves to travel. Uh, this one, I mean, it only gave us U.S. stats as far as like what our percentage was, how much of uh, listeners are from the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't give us the where where else they're from. Just said the top country mm-hmm. was United, United States. States. Yeah, makes yeah. sense. Makes sense. And now between. And it also gave us something cool between June 5th and June 11th, BJ. Okay. Whatever, that means... whatever episode that was. Don't remember. Okay. We had 169% more listeners compared to our average weeks. Wow. Wow. That is insane. They like that episode. That might have been that 2K covers episode. That may have been, if, if, if I had to guess. That, that yeah. sounds about right. Because I think that was about the time that they were getting ready to announce that. And whoever said sharing is caring was probably a fan of ours. Mm-hmm. They said from Wrapped. Let's see. Our podcast was in the top 20% most shared globally. That here's, is fantastic stuff. Here's how listeners spread the word. 46% direct links. 33% via Instagram. Ooh. 9% other bunch of little categories i guess six percent snapchat six percent text no right oh yeah i was like i i cannot believe that they can break it down that much that's insane and it said what are the low down listeners exactly i think this is the personality type thing that they got on here Mm -hmm. and this probably fits directly to cam here (laughs) our listeners personality is the enthusiast Mm-hmm. Your listeners are super fans. When their favorite podcast releases a new episode, they're among the first to know, going above and beyond to show their support. I love that. That that's not just Cam. That's everyone that that right. does listen and tune in each and every week. And Spotify said, "Have you been working out?" I've, uh, I need to be, but I haven't been. Our podcast saw a lot of gains this year in streams. BJ. Oh, okay. actually, I'll, I'll go I'll, from bottom. I'll go from bottom to top. I'll flex my muscles a different time then. And listeners, we went up 33% on our listeners. Our followers on Spotify, we went went up 166%. I love it. I love it. 
on our hours that we put in, BJ, we went up 782%. Wow. Longer episodes. Amazing stuff, yeah. <laughs> and last but not least, our streams. 863% increase on Spotify. I love it. I, I love wow, it. It's, it's fantastic stuff. Like, streams are getting turned up over here. Shout out to Cam. We know he's a Spotify user. We definitely know he is, and anybody else that that uh, finds us, whether it's be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or even here through uh, YouTube, Twitch, and and uh, Twitter, we're, mm-hmm. we're we're just thankful that uh, you got to tune in and, and you enjoy listening to the two of us each and every week. Indeed, and they made something special for us, BJ. You can't see it. I did send you the video, but they gave us a little final stat thingy here. Okay. Uh, let's see. It's got our our top country, our our streams increase, our minutes we put in, and the episodes we did in uh, 2022. We did 42 episodes ahead of this wrapped in the year. Yeah, and, it, and it feels like it was more because I don't think outside of maybe you know one or two weeks that we were doing an episode, it felt like every week this year. And 3.1K minutes of podcasting. Wow racking it up that is insane that is a lot of minutes drew that is a lot of minutes and pretend all the little voodoo colors are coming through right now from your wrapped and that is your lowdown wrapped. and that's what's on drew's mind man that is fantastic stuff fantastic stuff um well drew you know the wnba schedule was released just yesterday I got a sneak peek at it a little bit. We're going to talk about some of the big matchups, but let's just go ahead and start with opening weekend. There, you know, anytime a team wins a championship, you kind of want to see, you know, when they're going to do the, the trophy unveiling and and the banner and, and give the the team their rings, everything like that. Um, but this was interesting to me because the Aces will be on the road to start the year. They will be taking on the team they knocked out in the WNBA semifinals, Seattle Storm, in their new look, their new era, without Sue Bird, that'll be a um, that'll be an interesting one to watch for uh, at the start of the year. What else kind of caught your mind or caught your eye from that opening weekend slate of games? Well, BJ, uh, that game you just mentioned, um, going to be played at noon for us, a noon Saturday game uh, for that Vegas game you mentioned. I thought that was uh, noon their time. I thought it was two our time. I guess, what is this? Oh, I don't know why this got that time like that. Okay. (laughs) But still, I mean, a good afternoon game between Mm -hmm. those two, so that'll be a good matchup. But um, opening weekend, I want to see, heck, the first game I think will be really good, New York and Washington. I think that's a great kickoff. Yeah. to the season, especially if Elena Deladon is good and healthy and she plays the entirety of that game, then that'll be really exciting with New York coming back, hopefully fully healthy and seeing what they can do the second time around with uh, Brondello. Um, other than that, probably, oh man, I don't know. That's probably, that's probably my number one if I had to do it, if I had to pick one. And then, of course, the the Vegas Seattle one that you mentioned. The Wings will start off their season at home against the Atlanta Dream. Yeah. That'll be that Saturday night game. 
I'm looking forward to this one. This could be a very interesting uh, double held head double header. Pardon on uh, if if they do it uh, on the over the air channel or if ABC or ESPN picks it up on that Sunday. You start mm-hmm. off on Sunday with Washington and Connecticut on that Sunday, and then you've got another game in uh, that three o'clock slate right now between Chicago and Phoenix. So it could be interesting. I know Phoenix is probably at least to start off the year is going to have a, uh, a a little bit of a, a, a rough stretch because they've got, uh, you know, they won't have uh, Diamond to Shields because she'll be out with, uh, she, at that point, she would have had her child, I would imagine, right? That's Drew? Skyler. Skyler, you're right. Why did I say Diamond to Shields? <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Eesh. It's, 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 it's just, you know, Hey, we're, we're, we're I, thought I was tired, BJ. <laughs> you, you had a brain fog. It's all right. We will. I'm, I don't know. Well, let's keep going though. Let's talk about some of the games outside of opening weekend that uh, you might want to see. You look at uh, that next weekend's slate of games and um, you know, a little bit, a little bit of questions coming out with Chicago and, and what is going to happen uh, with their roster. And then they get to host Washington on Friday, May 26th. So not that first weekend of games, but the second weekend is where we'll see Washington at Chicago. Some of the other games that were um, listed in this article about some of the ones to keep an eye on this season include Indiana and Minnesota. That'll be the first matchup between the teams that have the number one and number two selections in this year's draft coming up in April. So that'll be Friday, June the 9th. Seattle will take on Phoenix in uh, just a couple days later on June the 13th. Uh, that'll be uh, very interesting to keep an eye on in that Western Conference race. Connecticut at the Sparks. Uh, Kurt Miller will face his former team for the first time on Sunday, June the 18th. Um uh, what about this? Is this a possible uh, Stu Brianna Stewart's uh, rematch against her former team? Is she going to head to the New York Liberty? Uh, they'll play Seattle on Saturday, July eighth. That'll be very interesting. If Stewie ends up leaving and going to New York, that would be her first matchup against her former team. And then Drew, of course, when you have another. Uh, semifinal rematch with Connecticut, Chicago. You got to keep your eye on that. We'll get that for the first time on Wednesday, July 12th, with Connecticut traveling to Chicago. Uh, what other games caught your attention on the schedule? Uh, I didn't look too deep into it, mostly focused on opening weekend. Okay. Mainly in part because. There's got a lot of things that are going to happen between now yeah. and then, and these teams could shuffle a lot. Very so much so. We've got yeah. our opening picture, but you know our matchups and who's on what team could change very differently once the start of the year comes about. Absolutely. With, uh, WNBA teams beginning to be able to negotiate with free agents on Saturday, January 21st. Free agents can begin signing those contracts with teams on Wednesday the 1st. So a lot of things going to be happening in the months of January and February in the WNBA. So this is just kind of the pre-prep here. And this is probably some of the earliest times, probably the earliest time in my five going on six years of covering this league that they've released schedule, what seems like uh, early for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is, this is good ahead of uh, 
of everything that's going to be going on over the off season and uh, decisions that people might make. Um, you know, who knows what's going to happen? Seattle may trying to keep may trying to keep things together up there somehow, some way, and yeah, keep building off of the legacy that Stewie and uh, others built in there, and maybe not want to move. Maybe they don't have room in uh, New York anymore. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. There could be a lot of different things. Who knows what the LA Sparks will look like in total uh, after a possible reshuffle. I think I want to say Akuma K is a free agent. So um, there's a lot of things to look at uh, and, and revisit our free agent pool here in a little bit as well uh, to see what we're going to be looking at ahead of all this going on. It's probably going to be some subliminal social media messages from players throughout the course of this and, and, and leading up into the free agency. So being yeah. on the lookout from where, where players are right now. One um, other matchup that I'm excited for, Drew, I just saw this, uh, the top two teams in the regular season last year. We didn't get this matchup in the WNBA finals, but the aces travel to the sky on Tuesday, July 25th. And I bet that will be a, a nationally broadcast game. It would, it would be criminal if it's not Drew. Oh, I, I yeah. can't imagine that it won't be. If I could backtrack and pick another one, I guess I would okay. say my, Mystics and Sky, Friday, May 26th. Okay. I like that. Interested to look and see what the Mystics look like under Eric Tebow instead of Mike, even though Mike yeah. will still be a part of things, but Eric will be on the sidelines. So. Absolutely. Interesting year ahead, BJ. 40-game season fantastic. on tap. 40-game season. the most they've ever had after mm-hmm. a four-game increase from last year. So an eight-game increase in two years. Yeah, and we'll see how it goes as far as the durability of the players, um, mm-hmm. considering they're all playing right now overseas and they're going to be playing up until, you know, time to time to get the WNBA season started. Heck, that's the same case for the college players too. They're playing up until yeah. right before the draft, and then they get right into it. Yeah. So, um, hopefully, uh, we have an injury, a less injury, less injury riddled season, I should say. Yeah. And. Uh, and a good, a good slate of 40 games ahead for the WNBA year. I think it will be, Drew. I'm looking forward to it. I, I can't believe because we're, we're still about six months out from the start of the season. And like you said, I was kind of surprised that it had already come out at this point because we've, we've kind of talked about, you know, they, they don't it, – it, it's felt like in years where we didn't have the schedule and free agency was already going on. Uh, yeah, they're not very so. timely with stuff. They haven't been in the past. They're pretty late on some things, but yeah. some things I can understand. Some things, eh. Maybe maybe this is this is good start to you know getting it on the right track for going forward, especially with being more games than ever before in a season. You want to get it out this quick. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But uh, I think it's time for some with it or. With it, BJ. Yeah, yeah. Got five yeah. questions for you, and it's finally your turn again. I feel like it goes so much faster with it or quit it when it's you doing it, and it drags when I'm doing it. I don't know. I don't think that's the case. Hey, but... With it or quit it comes back faster to me than it does to get back to you, is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, with it or quit it on tap for episode 14. Question number one. The Texas A&M University Commerce Lions men's basketball team mm-hmm. is for real, BJ. With it or quit it? What do you? Let's define what do you mean by for real. I mean they they went on the road and 
and got to win in the Aloha State if if that's what your definition of for real is winning a game in like five co- five uh, time zones behind. You've known what the Commerce men's basketball team has been to be in the past. They've had like yeah. one year there where we could say mm-hmm. they were a really good team that we were confident in. Yeah. Are they that type of team again and in Division One at that? I have not gotten to watch a whole lot of them this year, but the but wins that they yeah, I know they are winning games that you kind of wouldn't have thought that, you know, to give them credit that they would get to win uh, to this point in their first season in, in division one. It's kind of like the football team. They're doing so, far better than the, than the girls I thought were going to here. It's actually yeah. a flip flop from how I thought things were going to go. Yeah. You're, you're not too far off on that. And so I will, I will go agree. Uh, I will go ahead and agree with you there. I'll say with it that I think they are for real. I think they can absolutely, you know, compete for the regular season crown. And even if they were to, I think they can compete in the conference title, like the conference tournament. They just cannot go to the NCAA if they were to win it. It's the Bellarmine situation from last year all over again. Pain. And Cam's with it too. He says Commerce bringing the heat. Yeah, man. Hey, I bet we, you know Willie Rooks is on the sidelines with him over there, man. I know he's happy to see that. Uh, and and I bet, uh, Conrad too, Trey Conrad. I I think he's still. I feel like he got. I think he got a position somewhere else. I want to say. Okay. I remember. Uh, I don't feel like he's there anymore. Okay. Um, and that's why Willie's there. I think. Yeah, maybe so, maybe you're right. But either way, um, good things happening with the Commerce men. Absolutely. Keep Number two. BJ, you consider yourself a good tipper. With it, quit it. I will say yes. I, I do consider myself to be a good tipper with it. Um, most of the time, I mean, I I normally, you know, worst case, if I can't afford to give more, I, I try to do twenty to twenty five percent if I can if I can help it. Most of the time, if if it's just like a like if I'm out drinking or anything like that, um, I won't even uh, you know necessarily like try to figure up the tip. I'll just you know round to the nearest dollar. And, you know, put like three or four bucks or something like that, even if it was like a, you know, an eight dollar charge or something like that. That's that's close to like 50 percent just because, you know, I know it's a tough gig and and you got to give, you know, got to give back a little bit to, you know, people that help you out and because they deserve it and they don't get a whole lot as it is. So I, I do consider myself to be a good tipper, but I don't it's not anything like I try to make an effort. It's just something because I try to be a nice person, I guess. Do you keep that same energy for all aspects of tipping, like DoorDash and Sonic? I try to with Sonic. I don't DoorDash that often. Um, Fair enough. So I, I wouldn't, uh, you know, it just it really just depends. Uh, I will say one thing that I'm not as happy about with the tipping is if you're at an event and you get to pay, you know, like if you're over at the AAC, for instance, you're at a Mavs game, uh, and you ask for like a bucket of popcorn and a soft drink, and the person flips the thing around and wants a tip for going back there and, and filling your soft drink cup and, and giving you a bucket of popcorn. You know, I, I'd rather the tip go to the person that, that you know, made the popcorn or, or whatnot, if, if I'm going to if I'm going to tip somebody. So I'm, I'm not mm. as inclined to tip in that scenario. So you're like Sonic workers. No, 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 no <laughs> not, not that. No, the I same mean, thing. Like, they didn't make it. They just brought it out to you on their little skates. Yeah. Like I said, I do try to be better with the Sonic one. Fair. So 
it's it's more it's 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 there's different different situations i feel like yeah number three paolo bancaro has legit competition for the rookie of the year award with it or quit it absolutely with it i think that uh what we've seen out of sacramento with keegan murray has been fantastic i haven't gotten to you know watch a whole lot of the these young up and coming you know the 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 top five draft picks this year but from what i've i've seen highlights wise and and kind of you know keeping up with stats i think it's going to be a very close race all the way through to the end of the season drew i think it's going to be kind of like how last year was where we had two or three candidates that really were in a position that they could have won it going into that last week of the regular season. It's going to be a tight race all throughout Drew. So I'm absolutely with it. Three for three so far. Okay. That is three for three. Oh man. I didn't even plan this one. (laughs) No, no, you did not. It might derail here though. Uh Oh, number four, you prefer delivery as opposed to carry out with it or quit it man it depends it really depends um so like at home right now mm-hmm. if you and you're hungry you and you don't have anything in your fridge you got to get you got to get food you either got to go pick up food or order it and have it brought to you which are you choosing see i i most of the time i do carry out but i'd rather i you know honestly i'd rather if it wasn't going to take as long as it does take at times I'd rather have the delivery. It, it feels to me, personally at least, that it's quicker for me to go get it and bring it back than it would take for somebody to go out of their way to go get it and then bring it to me. Because, you know, I kind of, I don't have anything else to do to go get it. It just feels like if somebody's coming from somewhere, then has to pick up the order uh, and then take it to me. It, it takes a little bit longer. So I I am going to say quit it. Um, I, I go and pick up like pizza and, and food and everything like that. I, I, but I would, if it wasn't that it takes seemingly takes longer for the delivery than it would be for me to go pick it up and, and bring it home. I, I'd probably get delivered more often. That's why you should DoorDash. Well, like I said, I don't DoorDash that often, but maybe I should. Yeah, maybe you should. Maybe I should. Boo, BJ says Cam. I don't blame you, Cam. Boo. <laughs> and last but not least, number five. Forty WNBA games, BJ, for the season is too many games too soon. With it or quit it. So you mean in terms of like how they we've gone from thirty-two to forty in the course of two seasons, basically, yes. is what you're saying? Yes. And let's keep don't... in mind Satu Sabali as an example. She's been in the league three years now, three seasons, mm-hmm. and hasn't played more than twenty games yet. Yeah, I just I know what they're trying to do. I know they're trying to grow the game, and I think they're trying in that mindset they're trying to give you know more games to have more exposure i just don't know like what better way you really could do it because you're not wanting to go from 32 to you know 44 overnight essentially or anything like that you've got to be gradual but you know it feels like if you're just adding like two 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 that takes you know just as long i i kind of feel like the way they've done it where they've gone 32 then four then four more 
if they're going to go another four or whatnot. I don't know if that's the plan. Uh, it's a possibility at this point, but um, you know, I, I think the way they've done it at this point is, is just fine. So I'm, I'm going to say quit it. Uh, I know, you know, we don't want necessarily to, you know, hope for more injuries and, and, you know, that is something that we need to, to see if, if that is part of why we're, we're seeing so many injuries is that there's more games and not as much, you know, rest and recuperation time. Um, but if there was a better way that we could get, you know, more money to the league and where the players wouldn't have to go and play overseas to earn that additional revenue, that might help with the, you know, recuperation time and, and everything like that. If we can get it kind of how the, the NBA is. I think part of the problem with this 40 games is not only the rest and recuperation time and, you know, your travel, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's the a travel part. is still, that is, that, still is the, that is the big thing of it. Yeah. though. I mean, you're flying commercial everywhere. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, you know, the more games, if you got some back to back situation, you got to fly from Atlanta to LA or something, mm-hmm. you know, there's no way you make it over there. And like, if something, it's just, it's just there's too many things that W hasn't fixed yet to be adding so many games so soon. Yeah, like, I think if I think if they want to do this and, and maybe this year will be kind of like the litmus test. And then when we get, you know, next season schedule, like 2024, you know, the way they did it where they were trying to limit the travel. And so, like, you do the back to back against the same teams. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, I like the serious stuff that they're doing, mm-hmm. and and that that helps with things. But there's still the issue of of the travel that you that you run into, and the injury situation that Absolutely. you run into because yeah. of those. Uh, I'm not saying that's the entire issue. People get hurt all the time in sports, but yeah, it certainly does not help when you don't when you have such little recovery time when you got to yeah. go out and play. You know, 30 minutes in this game as one of the superstars of the team and stuff, you know? So yeah. I'm, I, I'm absolutely after right playing after playing an incredibly rigorous off season, probably playing overseas all year. You know, there are some players who don't do it. Like, you know, Enrique's got a contract enough. She ain't got to go overseas right now. She's signed mm-hmm. a new one, but there are other players over there grinding it up right now, just putting their bodies out there through it yeah. all, you know, winter long to come back and do it at an even higher level all summer long. Yeah. Uh, so, um, I just hope that they can endure it. Uh, we don't run into too many injuries and, you know, it just, the, the uproar for all the gripes that the W has had over the, the last few years will continue because they all, they haven't been fixed. I mean, yeah. um, the mini gripe, the, you'll hear, you'll hear tribes, uh, gripes about the travel. You'll see players posting about it. Um, yeah. the lack of release date for when and where the all-star game will be the mm-hmm. times and all you that know, stuff always the same, the same usual gripes. I mean, same old, but, same old. but the thing about it is, is we, you know, you got to keep bringing that up in order for something, you know, keep getting Let's it get out done, there, keep yeah. getting the outrage. You know, if you want something to be done about it. Yeah. So. But 40 games just seems like a lot to me. A little too I much. Understand. I, mean, I understand. I understand. I would have waited another year or so to put in four more games just to see if it's really like, you know how how the how the women are handling it from a physical standpoint. Yeah, but, you're not wrong. And, I, I I think that you you've got a valid point. But if you're wanting like looking at it from the way to try to help grow the game, you know it doesn't at this point forty still seems a little bit too low. I think it needs to go up just a smidge more. I'm not saying that we need to increase it like anytime soon, but I think like you said it needs to be kind of get a couple years in 
see what you know how things are looking with that and then go ahead and add some more and they'll be adding a couple of teams in the next couple of years mm-hmm. so i mean 40 yeah. games plus 14 teams that's a lot of i mean that's another 80 games another 80 games to the schedule because those other two yeah, teams gotta have 40 right. games apiece. yeah i, I was um, i was right i was like Wait, the math, 80 more games for every team? And I was like, no, uh, wait, that can't be right. Nah, I had to know I was do. misunderstanding something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we'll see how it goes, but best of luck to them. Uh, and that is with it or quit it, ladies and gentlemen. That is the episode. And y'all heard the Fanatics and T-Public shouts. We're going to start doing that in the midst of everything with the with DraftKings now instead of at the tail end. So just make sure y'all are following us on socials up there, TikTok, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, at the underscore lowdown. That's where everything goes down, of course. And uh, hopefully I got some video content coming out for you soon, especially as the year wraps up here of 2022, and we'll be getting some more of that content out uh, for you. So make sure you get out there, take advantage of the sales, and we will catch you all next time, ladies and gentlemen. Peace. Peace.